0: I think it's really funny sometimes in some circumstances when you read the scriptures and try to ask God what is he trying to say to us and you come across a passage like the one from Exodus that we read today where it says throw into the river every boy that is born to the Hebrews but you may let all the girls live and I'm like man why did that have to land on captivity week (laughs) so we're going to leave that one and we're going to talk about the gospel today (laughs) You can figure that'll be the discussion topic for dinner tonight. What was God trying to say when he gave us that passage? <laughs> it also makes me think of how at the beginning of the Mass, the priest has to say, brothers and sisters, or brethren, you know. And, you know, there's no other men here. So, so I feel like saying just sisters, which would probably be okay. But then I thought about how, like, teenagers nowadays just say bro for everybody. And I'm like, you know. <laughs> Maybe I should just say, bros. <laughs> 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 no. no, okay. Okay. We'll keep it with brethren. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> the gospel today talks about those uh, that Christ has sent out, or he's sending out, and how they have this special power, um, the special power of representing Christ and making him present, like really present in some way. You know, he says, Whoever welcomes you welcomes me. And whoever receives a righteous man receives a righteous man's reward. And whoever receives a prophet receives a prophet's reward. Um, Reminds me of that prayer that Emily used starting her prayer this morning the prayer of St. Patrick Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ above me, below me, Christ within me. Um, When we become Christ's disciples, we're given this blessing of being able to make him present. So it makes you think, like, okay, what does it take to actually be in that little secret group, you know, to actually have those special powers? Um, when it comes to captivania, you don't just get to be whatever you want to be, you know. You can't become our uh, Lord Valerian and suddenly have his powers, special powers, just by wanting to be a part of it. You know, so what does it take? I don't know, what did it take to to be a part of this awesome team? Um, You probably had to ask and had to apply, had to be accepted and chosen in a way. Um, What does it take to be one of Jesus' special representatives, one of those who gets to make him present wherever they go, which is a really awesome thing, a really awesome power. I think that any time you engage in his work. Anytime you commit to uh, being a part of his work, you become one of those people who makes him present. And it's beautiful that we are doing that here, that in this place, we are making his work our work. And therefore, when you're out there doing your work, you have that power to make Christ present to other people. You have that power to become the presence of Christ in a little circle of of girls who are arriving here or who are hanging out at the campfire or who are having dinner together you know when you show up since you're you're since you're part of this team you know you have that power in a way to make Christ present um you know to the point where all these things from the gospel become true whenever one of them gives you a cup of water they're they're giving Christ a cup of water uh And that's a huge responsibility in a way. It's a huge blessing and a huge responsibility. Um, What are some ways that you can really like actively make Christ present? I think that there's so many opportunities in in your words, when you encourage people, when you give advice, when you encourage someone to like go to spiritual direction with their problems and to be open and and to share what they need to share. Or when you encourage someone to go to confession or the sacraments, when you help them to participate in mass, Actively and reverently and and understanding what's going on by explaining it to them What a what a beautiful way to make Christ present in their lives to help them to kind of like take their faith life Up a notch, you know, oh before I used to go to Mass with my family all the time. I didn't really get it And now I love it now. I love going to Mass Wouldn't that be beautiful if that was the fruit of of this week in the lives of many people? Um, when you teach them virtue or give them a good example Uh, even, you could say, in every little act of love that you do for somebody, in every little act of kindness that you do, in a way you're making Christ present. Um, You know, he says that, whenever you give one of these little ones a cup of water to drink, you will not lose your reward. You will not lose your reward. Um, It reminds me of what we were saying earlier today about be the one. Be the one. Every little thing we do, has that value to it once we're working for Christ. Every little act, you know, picking up a piece of garbage off the ground or cleaning a bathroom or, I don't know, cleaning the chapel, you know, setting up flowers, right? It's, it's uh, their ways of making Christ present. Mother Teresa is such a great example and it's so beautiful that that's her quote because she lived it in such a, such a, a vivid way You know, they they would say to Mother Teresa, you know, your community is not actually going to solve world poverty. You're not, you're wasting your time by going out there and picking up individuals off the street because you're not solving the problem. And she would say, that's not our mission. Our mission is not to solve world hunger. Our mission is to love the person who's laying there on the street as if that person were Christ. Because in a way, the person is Christ. Uh, so we get to do that. We get to do that this week in little things, in little ways. Uh, there's another way that I think that we, can, that we can be a part of Christ's special little inner circle that gets to make him present. Um, and i bring this up because Valerie inspired me to. But a way, can, a way you can be a part of, of Christ's representatives is by, is I think every time you belong to a community of faith, you become one of Christ's representatives. So um, here we have like our little community of faith, me and Miss Anne and Kathleen are all part of Regan Christie, And some of you lay people are part of Regan Christie. I don't know who all is, but maybe, yeah, a handful of you. <laughs> awesome. It's the inner circle. <laughs> if you're not a part of it, feel left out now. <laughs> it's, it's a spiritual family. So, so like all of us, I mean, I can speak for myself, but I think I'm speaking for all of you as well, have felt that when you come into contact with a spiritual family that is living out their their faith in a deeper way, and in a, in a way that's a part of a community, you, you become those representatives of Christ. You become people who bring Christ into the world. And um, there's something really awesome about that is that when, you, when, when you're joining a community like that, it's a commitment. So being a part of a community is always involves a commitment. And, and it's one, this one is one of those commitments where you, you're actually committing to really living your faith life to the full. So in Reagan Christie, you're committing to living your spiritual life to the full, like with, with daily prayer. So, I mean, all of us hopefully have a commitment to daily prayer, right? But once you have to step up there and kind of make a promise that I'm be part of this community that prays every day, then you're like, okay, now it's a little more serious, you know? And, and then there's the commitment to supporting each other in the community by being a part of a team there's the commitment to taking care of your personal formation um like both both as a community and through like personal accompaniment through spiritual direction and then there's the commitment to um apostolate to, to actually being a part of the mission of the church so so that's a beautiful thing you know and that's when you become really like one of those one of those representatives of of christ um, when i think that i think that when you look at uh, all of this uh in light of the beginning of the gospel today, then those phrases of Jesus make a little more sense. Do you guys remember what it said? It was uh um, if you I've come not to bring peace, but a sword, whoever loves their father and their mother more than me is not worthy of me. I think that what Jesus wants is profound, deep, serious commitment from us, and the reason he says those harsh things about your family is is because He's saying, your commitment to me and to the gospel has to be so great and so strong that nothing will get in the way. You know, even even if your family were to try to get in the way, that you would choose this commitment to the gospel uh, over your family. Um, And that's why he says those things. Um, We're here at the Mass, and at the Mass we see how committed Christ is to us. That he's here in the Eucharist. And he stays here in the tabernacle all day, even when we're not here with him, because he's committed. And if, if people mistreat him in the Eucharist, he doesn't leave and stop being there. He's committed to being there. Or if we ignore him, we forget about him. He doesn't, he doesn't leave. Or if we, we're distracted when we receive him, he doesn't leave. He's, he's committed to being with us. That's the message of the Eucharist. And I think it's kind of a beautiful invitation for us to say, Lord, I want to be committed to you. 100%. I want to be 100% yours and belong to you 100% and, uh, and become one of those representatives of yours in the world that will, that will make you present.